Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to the latest podcast episode. This is, I'm having to look at my notes just to make sure I get the right number. So this is episode nine of season five. Um, Now you might remember back to May when I have had my very first podcast guest and I chatted to Ben about all things uh, Tough Mudder because I had a Tough Mudder coming up in September and it is my pleasure to welcome Ben back for another chat because I actually only have five weeks-ish to go and I'm quite excited about it now. So without further ado, let's get Ben in. Hi, Ben. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. That's very welcome. Welcome to the podcast. So I was just saying it's since May was the last time we chatted. In May, I was a little bit terrified, probably. Uh, now I'm actually quite excited. I've learned a bit more, spoken to more people. Um, so it's good that we can get this opportunity to have another chat. Um, so first of all, since we've spoken in May, how many Tough Mudders have you now completed um, this year? So I can't remember. Um, I think when I had spoken to you, I had already done fin- Finsbury Park for the year. Um, So that would have been my uh, sixth event. So since then, well, I'm now on 10. I'm very proud of my times 10 headband. If you're watching, you can see it. It's beautiful. Yeah, Um, that's a a fabulous uh, achievement. 10 full Tough Mudders and then obviously the half, the 5K and all the little ones as well. Yeah. And then have you done some volunteer shifts this year as well? Yep. So I've done... Um, two, two volunteer. I think, yeah, two volunteer shifts so far this year, and then I've got another two coming up. Um, Amazing at London South, yeah. And so, um, out of the ones that you've done this year, do you have a favourite um, venue, or do you have a favourite challenge out of those ones that you've completed? Um, I don't know. This year's been a bit different for me because normally I only do local events. Um, and this year I've travelled like nearly a thousand miles to do Tough Mudders so far this year. Um, so the Midlands event was really cool for me because um, that was a two-day event, so it was Saturday and Sunday. And they also had Europe's Toughest Mudder overnight. So that's the um, competitive event that runs from 8pm until 8am. Um, it's just constant five mile laps just to keep going and going and going um so i drove up there on the uh friday camped on the friday ran on saturday volunteered overnight to help with europe's office model and then ran again on the sunday um and one of those days was fancy dress as well i think i think we did the fancy dress on the saturday i was dressed as sonic the hedgehog um and the course was amazing it's the first time i've been there and it's the first time i've done a tough mudder like back-to-back on the same day. I've done back-to-back weekends, but I've never done back-to-back days. Um, so, yeah, that was that was incredible. And there's a lot of cool features that they imp- implemented like, on the course because um, using the natural terrain. So 
I've disappeared on my screen. Am I still there on yours? Oh, yeah. No, you've completely disappeared. Am I back now? Oh, no, you're back now. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Technical no um, Yeah, so my... At Midlands, I think my favourite obstacle wasn't really well. It was an obstacle. It's called Creek Crusade, and it's literally you're just wading through a river. Um, but the river's got like a foot, foot maybe two foot's worth of silt in it, and um, it was just really entertaining because it's something I hadn't done before. So I think that was probably my favourite there. And then my most recent event was two weeks ago, um, and that was at Southwest, which is in Pabnerton in Gloucester near Bath. Um, again, that was the first time I've been at that as well, and. That was a really, really flat course. There was like next to no hills, which is a different. Well, tough mind, I love a hill, um, so it was different. Not not having the hills, but again, that was a really good event. And I get, that was for the first time there. I ran in the morning, I volunteered in the afternoon, um, whereas normally I'd run on the Saturday and like volunteer on the Sunday, or vice versa. So um, yeah, lots of lots of different stuff for me this year. It's, it's really exciting. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, that's brilliant. It just goes to show that no matter how many you do, there's always another layer that you can enjoy that you haven't already experienced. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so you mentioned a couple of the obstacles there. And um, over the couple of episodes that I've talked to yourself and Michelle about Tough Mudder, we have covered uh, probably the most well-known, I would say, obstacles. So we've talked about Arctic Enema, we've talked about Funky Monkey, we've talked about Mudderhorn quite a lot, and um, the electric one we've kind of talked about. But I am quite aware that when we do the Tough Mudder in September, there's 31 obstacles. So maybe it'd be fun to talk about um, maybe five others that we aren't normally talking about that we will get to experience. Yeah, of um, so there's, it does depend on, depends per course. I think they guarantee a minimum of 20, 28 obstacles and a maximum of 34, I want to say. Um, okay. So it'll be somewhere in the ballpark of that. Um, and again, the obstacles vary from location to location. So we're doing London South in Faygate. Um, and I think London South, they seem to have free range. So some of the courses they, Tough Mudder, have like, restrictions so they can't dig holes because it damages the ground uh, blah 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 blah. they can't put certain things in because of the restrictions on the course whereas they seem to have quite a good free reign at London South so you okay. tend to get obstacles um, that have like for example they one year they had walk the plank which was like a plank 15 20 foot in the air that you walked off the end of into a huge like water like, into a big like pool full of water that was obviously muddy and brown but in some locations, like they wouldn't be able to dig that giant hole, so it's quite cool. So you see lots of um, different things. Um, one they had last year, which was really good, was called Sliding Dirty, which was a forty-foot slide that you just sort of free fall. Um, <laughs> it has been. It was at one event this year, and I'm not sure if it's going to be coming back or not um, because it's still in like the design stage, so they're like finessing it. Um, so it's made an appearance once or twice, but I don't know if it'll be there for sure. But that one is really, really good. Um, actually, I went on that one once and it was brilliant. Um, one of my favorite obstacles, which not a lot of people like, um, but I seem to really enjoy it, is Cage Crawl. Okay. So, this is um, you're, you're almost in a trench of water. It's probably if you were to sit down, it'd probably come up to your nipples, I guess. So, it's not particularly deep, maybe a foot and a half, two foot. Yeah. Um, and over the top of this trench, it's got um, like Harris fencing, which is like the metal fencing you see like around building sites. Um, and the idea is you go on your back 
and you pull yourself along using the cage. Um, but the gap between the cage and the water is like two inches. So you're there, like water okay. is above, your ears are underwater and it's lapping at your nose and your mouth whilst you're pulling <laughs> yourself along. Um, and because you're upside down, you can't see how far you've got to go either. Um, so that's I like that one. I don't know why I like that one so much, but I, I, I really enjoy that one. Um, another one that I also really enjoy is Augustus Gloop. Um, I think it, it might be my favourite. I don't know. The problem is there's so many, and it depends how I'm feeling on the day to which one is my favourite, but Augustus Gloop yeah. is very much like Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory. So when Augustus Gloop obviously gets stuck in the big tube in the film, yeah. so in Tough Mudder, you you climb over this, like, into, like, a above-ground pool, I guess, which is maybe, I don't know, two foot deep, and they've got huge pipes in front of you with ladders inside them, or they had cargo nets at some point as well, so it depends on how they're, whatever, how they're setting the obstacle up. Yeah. Um, but they've got like fire hoses at the top of each pipe, f- like firing water down on you. Um, and the, the idea is to climb up up the tube and out the top. Um, it's quite it's quite straightforward. It's not particularly demanding, but it's really really good fun. Like the water really does hit you. It is like a proper fire hose, and um, <laughs> I really enjoy that one. Uh, what was um, electric eel was mentioned? I think before. Is there, are there any that you have seen on, because I know they're posting a lot on Facebook and Instagram, anything that you've seen that you're unsure about or obstacle you you think you've seen but you're not sure what it is? Because honestly, there's like 30-odd obstacles and I couldn't pinpoint every single one. Yeah, um, I don't actually know because they do tend to share the same ones over and over. Yeah. I have seen um, the the one that's just like muddy hills that you just get yeah muddy. so that's mud mile so i think you spoke to michelle about mud mile um, yeah mud mile is is mad it does again it depends on the uh, venue but they're all s- similar so they are like i don't know if you were to stand in the trench it's like the mound in front of you is six foot tall so you're basically going up six foot down six foot up six foot down six foot but in each pit there's like thigh deep muddy water and you can't grip anything and it's really slippy um so that's always a really really enjoyable one i like that one a lot um i'm trying to yeah, think of I, another, one. I, I oh, like another the... good one actually go on sorry yeah. Carol. no i was just gonna say i like the sound of that one because that's fun because a lot of the ones that they share more or you hear about always sound quite challenging and like real mind over matter whereas actually knowing that there's some that are just like michelle said embrace your inner child and get muddy and just go yeah. for it that's quite that's nice to remember that actually the majority of it is fun and maybe there's one or two that will challenge you i think it's all fun to be honest like it might not feel fun the minute you're doing it yeah but straight after like arctic enema i know we talk about it a lot but arctic enema is horrible but when you get out of it you feel incredible like I don't know what it yeah. is. Like the ice water, just like it's like whoa, let's go again. It's like having four <laughs> shots of Red Bull, um, and yeah, like whilst you're doing it, not fun like at all. And the electric shocks again, not fun at all. But as soon as you're out of them, you're on that like adrenaline, and you're buzzing. So I think everything is fun, but maybe not in the not in the moment. Um, I thought yeah. of another one which was good as well. Uh, Cry Baby, Cry Baby is an, a one that I really enjoy. Um, it's no good if you've got asthma. I think it's one to steer clear of, but. Um, okay. Basically, you're on your hands and knees crawling through. I don't even know how you describe it. You're, you're crawling under basically a tarpaulin, I guess, but it's pitch black in there. Um, and they're pumping what they call tear gas um, okay. 
into into the under the top. So you're basically you like your, your eyes are stinging a bit. It's coughing, um, and lots of people like get really worked up before that one. So it's a good one to encourage and help people through it. Um, yeah. I really enjoy that one. Amazing. It's it's it, there's just so many, isn't there? That's the thing. It's kind of difficult. To it remember. is really difficult, and so, some of them are like they're not great like there's there's always a couple that are least favorite so one that in the community is um it, it's almost like a like a meme of how much everyone hates it but it's always there is devil's beard and devil's okay. beard is just some cargo nets and sometimes they've got like weights on them or they've got like old gym mats or punch bags or something just to weigh them down a bit more and you're just on your hands and knees crawling under a cargo net and sometimes you're going up a hill, sometimes you're going down a hill, sometimes you're going through mud. And like that is an obstacle. Um, but again, it's like everyone goes, oh, not Devil's Beard. Um, so they're not, like, they're, they aren't all massive rigs. Like they, they're not all going to be like Block Ness Monster, where you're in a huge um, pool with rotating metal things and, or you're not climbing yeah. on the slide. Sometimes they are like really straightforward, like climb under the cargo net, do some monkey bars. Um, yeah. But even then, like, they have their own challenges. Like Devil's Beard, the challenge is not to be really sad when you're going through it because Devil's Beard's there. Um, <laughs> like some of the monkey bar ones, the challenge is just to get to the other end, and that I quite like that because if you like me are someone that keeps going back to tough modders, say I don't do like get to the end this time, I'm like right next time I'm going to do that. It gives me like a further challenge each each event, which is nice as well. Yeah, absolutely. So is there a obstacle that you have not done? And like you say, so you've tried and then gone, oh, actually, no, I can't do that. And so missed it. But now in retrospect, think, oh, I really wish that I could have done that and have another go. Um, so the only obstacle that I've ever like looked at and then made the conscious decision not to even attempt it was walk the plank. And I really okay. wish I had. At the time, I couldn't swim very well, and I was very—I wasn't very confident in the water. And like, there wasn't a big swim, but I got in my own head because it was like towards the end of the run, and I was tired. And I, I climbed up, looked over the edge, and climbed back down. And then watched my friend do it, and it looked like great fun. But I was like, I'm not doing it. And it hasn't been at any events ever since. And I really okay. wish I'd done it because I like since then I've like since that event where I had it. Obviously, I've done triathlon, so I've, I've learned to swim properly, and I'm confident it's all my swimming now. Um, and I'd really like the, the opportunity to be able to have another go at it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that one, um, Funky Monkey. I always try it. I've never got to the end, but that isn't through not wanting to do it. That's through either slipping or not having enough strength or being tired. Or there's always like, but every time I give it my best. Um, yeah, and then another one that I don't think will make an appearance anymore, but did at the time was uh, it was called, called Kong, um, okay, which was my monkey bars, um, or like a rotating barrel with like monkey bars on it, um, right. and it, it was really tall and it had an airbag underneath it, but I think they stopped it because they were getting too many injuries in the airbag, unfortunately, or the airbag popped. I can't remember. Either way, it probably won't be back that one. But hopefully, we'll see Walk the Plank at some point. Yeah, or maybe we'll get to see that in September. You never know. Oh uh, yeah, if we get Walk the Plank in September, you will be unlucky. Like it'll be well fun for you, <laughs> but seeing you conquer Mudderhorn, hopefully sliding dirty and walking a plank, I will. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be amazing. We'll get you through <laughs> it. I'll need an extra headband for doing all that. I think. 
Oh, it's right. You can come back another time and get another headband. They do it on Sunday <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. So <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I, I want to talk to you about um, the Tough Mudder community because obviously we know, like I haven't even done the Tough Mudder yet, but I have had some lovely messages from people that do do them, that people that know you, um, that just slide into my DMs on Instagram and are like, if we see you, we'll come and help you. I can really feel that the community of Tough Mudder is massive and supportive and it's, it just seems lovely um what what does that mean for you like what's what's the community about for you the the community for Tough Mudder is everything for me I think I don't think if the community wasn't didn't exist as it does I don't think I'd have done more than one Tough Mudder maybe two but I wouldn't keep coming back and back and back like the yeah. first two events I did with friends um and they sort of they enjoyed it, but it, like they're not, they didn't like get the bug like I did. Um, so then I did my first two events on my with my friends. My third event I did on my own, um, and it was the first time at a new venue as well. And I started on my own and I finished with a huge team of people. And yeah. since then, like I've met lots of friends. Like like you say, you've had Michelle on. I've done it with um, huge. Like, we've done it with Ben in the wheelchair twice now. Um, and he'll be doing it again at the event that we're at as yep. well. Um, and I've made like more friends than I can count on my fingers just through Tough Mudder. And I, I speak to them outside of Tough Mudder as well. Um, but they're always there. And like, they never, you, you, if you want to go to an event, for example, and say you can't afford the ticket or um, you can't get there because you can't travel, there's always someone that goes, oh, I'll give you a lift or, oh, I've got a discount code or like, they, they, if you want to be there they will get you there regardless of any situation like and when once you're on course like we can, you can walk around the course you can run around the course whatever you're doing you're always giggling around the course um yeah and like like michelle said it, it's like being a child again um and it's just brilliant and the whole community of tough mother like you said there's people messaging you like the volunteers like Lots of people have like hit over a hundred volunteer shifts this year. Um, yeah, just literally, like I think without the volunteers and the community, if it was just like oh you rock up to stuff, mother, you do it off mother, you go home, and it was all paid people, there was no volunteers, it would be a completely different event. Like the community, like you get there, you're queuing, and you see like oh I've seen him, I'll say hello to them, say hello to them. Like yeah, Matt Brooke, the director, or Giles will come over, and they both come and say hello to everyone. And um, you really feel like you're part of almost like a, like a big family as opposed to just turning up and paying for an event. Yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah, a, a massive thing. And that's one of the reasons that we wanted to volunteer on the Friday because Tough Mudder is, it, the community is such a big, it's like the centre of everything. It just felt wrong turning up and joining in without having done the volunteering first so i'm actually really looking forward to doing that before the tough mudder itself yeah i think you'll really enjoy the volunteering and you're volunteering on camping as well um we are and you tend it tends to be the like the veterans of tough mudder like uh, the, the veterans i suppose the ambassadors like a lot of the like faces you'll see regularly are camping so you will get to meet lots of people that have done it before and they're already friendly and they're already chatty. So you'll almost feel like by the time you finish a volunteer shift, you'll feel like you know everybody already. And then on the Saturday when you're running, you'll go, oh, I saw him. I was chatting to him last night. He checked, I checked him in for camping. Like, 
And then maybe you'll be halfway up hero walls and you'll go, oh, I'm a bit stuck. And then suddenly someone that was camping you were talking to yesterday is pushing your bum and getting you over. And like you'll, you'll be yeah. like, oh, that's fine. I, I, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. And I think camping check-in will probably be quite a good one to get started in as well because it's not like hectic, but you'll still meet a lot of people. And like yeah. you say, you feel like you're part of the community. Yeah, definitely. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. So oh, honestly, if... I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> running this one with you as well um i've run it like i've done runs on my own i've run in big teams um i've obviously vicky my wife i've run with her a couple of times but she's always been with me with other friends as well i've never done a run where like you're a complete newbie like vicky's i think she her first run was my third event so she'd been a spectator twice so she knew what she was getting into yeah whereas you You've never even seen a tough model course. Like all you've seen is internet stuff. So I'm yeah, really exactly. excited to get you round as a complete newbie. And yeah. at the same time, uh, my friend Chris and my friend Ben, who Ben was in the wheelchair that we've been in the team with, they will also yeah. be running. We'll probably see them on course. Um, ben will be in his wheelchair, um, and Chris will be helping out, obviously. And there's a, a big team of them doing it. It's um, Ben's fifth run and Chris's fiftieth run. Wow, and to, that's amazing. Like, to make to make a show of that, they're um, turning Ben's wheelchair into a sleigh, and everyone in the team that is helping run will be dressed as a reindeer. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. That's going to be so good. So um, <laughs> it'll be really, really good. And obviously, we'll, we'll we'll probably see them on course, and well, we will definitely see them on course, even if we're yeah. waiting at the end or whatnot. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. Yeah, we. Graham and I are definitely coming with our beginner energy. So our energy is going to be right up there because it's going to be pure adrenaline. It'll be fun. Yeah, that's um, exactly what we want. So if people are listening to us today and um, are thinking, oh, my God, I, I really want to get in on this, are there tickets available still for this one? Yeah, so um, there's tickets available for – the one we're doing is London South. When, when yep. is this podcast going live? This weekend. Yes, yeah, so London South will still be available. Um, there are tickets available for Saturday and Sunday. Um, the You can do 5K, 10K and a 15K. This is the last opportunity to do a 5K or a 10K because okay. next year they are scrapping the 5K and 10K and um, going back to 10 plus miles. That's about 15K plus. Um, yeah. There are also events now. I think there's four events now in Germany. There's, events in, there's an event in Paris and there's an event in Malta. Um, okay. all of which you can buy tickets for, and then they've just released most of the tickets for 2024, so next year as well. Um, Amazing. So there's loads of loads of events all over the country, um, or countries. Um, in, the, in the UK, there's, I don't think there's any events in Wales, but there's an event in, uh, which is this weekend, which is Northwest, which is uh, like... Manchester way, so it's not far really for okay. North Wales and then South Wales. You can just cross the border for um southwest because that's literally like 10 minutes from the Seven Bridge, yeah. Um, and there's an event in Scotland as well. So I think Scotland's only a Saturday event coming this year, um, but mostly okay. run over the weekends. So there's lots going on, um, yeah. Obviously, Europe stuff is smarter and stuff as well. Um, if you do want to have a go, you can, I've got a tough mother ambassadors code you can use, which I'm sure will be in the show notes below. Um, or go and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is uh, uh, there in the corner, which is at Ben Gets Fit. Um, so yeah, I've got ambassador codes, which will get you. Oh, I can't remember. Fifteen 20, or twenty percent off. 20%? Yeah, I, was I, I say, can't remember. If it's fifteen like or twenty. 
but you still have a nice chunk of change. Um, and yeah, it helps me out as well. So you know, go and sign yeah. up. Um, no and volunteer as well because you get involved. free stuff if you volunteer. Definitely yes. go and volunteer, even if you're not sure about volunteering. Like you get a t-shirt, you get a hat, you get a patch, you get uh, if you do a half day volunteering, you get a sixty percent off code, and if you do a full day volunteering, you get a hundred percent off code. Um, so it's always worth doing. So like, if you go, oh, I really want to do a tough mother, but I can't afford it because the tickets are quite expensive. Go and volunteer the day before, or volunteer the day yeah. after, and they'll reimburse you for the price. So there's yeah. always a way to do it. There's, they're, they're spaced across the country well enough that they're never really that far away, and um, there's always a way to get in. So you've got no excuse, really. No, if I can absolutely. get a man in a wheelchair around twice, you can. Yes. you can even walk it if you have to. Yeah, absolutely. No excuse at all. So if you're listening and you want to join in, use Ben's code. It will be in the show notes. Um, otherwise, just uh, DM Ben or DM myself and we can uh, give you that code. Anything else, Ben, that you want to add that we haven't covered? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm I'm just really, I love Tough Mudder. I'm well excited about you and Graham coming over and having your first go. Um, yeah. I'm always happy to sit and talk to Tough for ages. Like, I'd be quite happy to get the map up with every single obstacle and talk you through every single <laughs> obstacle. But I think we need to leave a little bit for the imagination until uh, you actually get on course. But I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to it. I think we'll do another episode maybe after Tough Mudder and we can uh, go through it and yeah. see how you found it. Because obviously people have been listening to you uh, build it up and like hear your nerves and stuff. So I think hearing an episode afterwards where um you can go oh that's right motherhorn was really scary or arctic animal <laughs> was really cold and it does hurt when you get electrocuted people <laughs> will enjoy hearing that yeah definitely um, we yeah, definitely. we definitely will come back and do a an after episode which will be yeah, at some point like at the end of a debrief yeah definitely and yeah. you know who knows we might still be a bit muddy <laughs> you will you, yeah you'll be showering for like a week afterwards and still finding mud in all sorts of places oh that's brilliant thanks so much for talking to me today ben i've really enjoyed that no worries and i will speak to you soon okay yep if i don't see you before i'll see you in september yeah definitely see you later bye okay so that is this latest episode about tough mudder and everything we're going to be getting up to i really hope you enjoyed it um and yeah i will speak to you all very soon Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.